Welcome in, everyone, to episode 86 of the Trump to Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Danny. Matt is here as always, and Scott is still doing his uh his stamp collecting or button shaping or whatever. Yeah, I'm making a pretty good uh dent in this button shaping down here in Florida, boys. Oh, you look tan, Scott. No, yeah. he doesn't tan. He burns. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a good show though. Um, we've got a mock draft and mock drafts are the lifeblood of fantasy football research am i right matt i guess that's what we always say before every show (laughs) i guess (laughs) i suppose so um today we're going to be doing a 10 team half ppr mock draft um i'll be drafting out of the one spot and matt will be drafting out of the 10 spots so you guys can get kind of an idea of what the landscape looks like at each one of the turns and what our thought process is as that goes. But before we get into that, Matt, let's do a kickoff question. Cause I got a good one for you. And I know okay. I tell by your face, okay. you're not ready. I'm shaking. I'm, yeah. You're not ready for this one. Who has the best chance to finish as the quarterback one? Matt year? Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. You, you did mm-hmm. it. That is the answer. <laughs> uh, between Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, or Russell Wilson. Oh, uh, this is this is tough because I think I think first I'll say Tom Brady has always been so consistent. I guess he's had a couple dud years, but after what he did last year, I'm not really concerned about his age. I think he's going to be an okay pick. I don't think he's going to be quarterback one though. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. Russell Wilson is my old model of consistency. He's got. He's got weapons there. DK Metcalf is certainly going to be a stud, and I'm not going to put anything against Russell Wilson. I think he'll finish top five. But I'm just seeing the ceiling on Justin Herbert, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to wager money that he finishes ahead of these guys, but I think he has a chance to just really just shoot into the heavens this year. I like his receiver core. I like what he did last year. I like this team. I like where they're going. I know I'd get, I'll get flack for it, but I think Justin Herbert has the best chance. Shooting to the heavens like, like he's going to die? Uh, oh, I just meant they're like high up there. Oh, high oh up thank side. goodness. Okay. <laughs> You're going a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson, and I know he has Mr. Consistency, and there's nothing to show that he's not just going to throw it for his 4,035 touchdowns, but I think the first half of last year showed if they did decide to unleash that style of offense where Russell Wilson can just go nuts, if they decided to do that across 17 games, he would be the quarterback one. I don't think that is what the Seahawks are going to do. They're going to get back to their running style because it could could happen. Uh, Justin Herbert definitely has the possibility to do that too, but since he's only been in the league for one year, I'd like to see a little bit more uh, for the quarterback one. And I'm not picking Tom Brady. I just can't do it. I mean, the quarterback one, no, I think he can finish top five. Kind of like you were saying about Russell Wilson. But if I had to bet money that mattered, I would go, I'd go with Rusty. Yeah, I think the biggest argument against Herbert is a sophomore slump, but I think that's more of a myth than anything. Although I do argue the people have tape on you argument at times if I don't like the guy, but I like this guy. 
And uh, I think he's going to keep doing fine. You're going to make your argument based off of your own narrative. Okay. And oh, that's absolutely. Okay. That's that's the majority of fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. That, the analysis of fantasy football is all about what you want the stats to say to support your own narrative. And I'm all about that life. Before we get in the mock draft, let's get in some news and notes uh, from the last few days since you last heard from us. I'm going to start right off with Deshaun Watson. I, we just can't get away from the news with Deshaun Watson. And I'm so sorry we talked about him so much in the offseason. But he is listed as the fourth QB on the Houston Texans depth chart today. Wee, he wee, is, wee, wee. Yeah, he's practicing, but he's practicing with like the fourth team. But I think their their owner or somebody came out and said, like, we still have confidence that he's going to want to play for us and he can be our quarterback this year, which... It sounds like nonsense to me right now. There's still a chance, still a good chance the NFL doles out some uh, misconduct punishment or whatnot from it for Deshaun Watson this year. And I think where he's still valuable is the last round of your draft. If you can get Deshaun Watson in the last round of your draft and see if he comes out smelling like roses, fine. If, if he doesn't, which is more likely the case, drop him and pick up your flyer who's going to be out there in free agency before the season starts. Yeah, I'm more in that camp the more and more I think about it because you're right, it does cost absolutely nothing because you can just pick up the flyer that is still going to be on the, the you know, waiver mm-hmm. wire anyway. Um, Carson Wentz aiming to be ready for week one. Now, what the hell? Okay, we this just did a show. We just yeah. did a show like a week ago where we're like, oh God, he's going to be missing at least four weeks, maybe six. I think he's dead. Yeah, we didn't know if he was dead or alive. And then he had his foot surgery on august 2nd which we're recording this on i don't know something uh, the 11th i guess it is and like they said five to 12 weeks which first of all is a huge window and i guess the five weeks is week one from august 2nd so are you buying this at all it it doesn't make me feel good about like drafting Carson Wentz, uh, although he wasn't going high either way. It makes me feel better about just this offense in general and people like JTT. Yeah. Uh, although I'm not the big JTT truther either way. It helps a little bit, though. Yeah. I'm certainly not drafting T.Y. Hilton after I've been burned on him X amount of years, but somebody like Pittman. Yeah who was on my radar kind of fell off the Wentz injury. Now Pittman's kind of back on it. If, if Wentz, even if he's gone week one, if he can be back in the first few weeks, Pittman has a lot of potential in my eyes. Yeah. Rashad Bateman, rookie wide receiver from Baltimore out quote, a number of weeks with a soft tissue injury. Well, not that I mean, people were taking Rashad Bateman as a flyer in their last round. So I guess that's not happening anymore because he might miss a little bit of actual real season, but, Fire up your Marquise Browns. He's got his own issues, though, doesn't he? He's got some sort of well, I got a hamstring. What, what do you need those for? Uh, got two. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's like kidneys. Yeah. Marquez Galloway. Uh, steam and heat at minicamp. He's looking real good without Michael Thomas there. Are you interested? Uh, a no. little bit. I think, I think if you came out of a draft with like a a flyer who's already a dud on your bench, maybe grab him. But Traquan Smith is more interesting to me here. But I think the reason why Callaway is shooting up is Traquan Smith has been missing practices due to some issue he's dealing with. And 
that's why the news is literally like Callaway's getting peppered with targets at camp. Well, nobody else is there. <laughs> like, somebody what, has to. Are they just going to say, you know, well, we're not going to do this drill because, you know, Traquan's not here and Michael Thomas isn't here. So we're just going to go play video games. We just put the targets out on mannequins out there so they can throw <laughs> at something. But now we've no not worth throwing to third team guys. Yeah. But I get it. If, if these injuries linger and Callaway really is exciting maybe maybe he's worth uh, a flyer pickup sure mm-hmm. um i saw a video of justin jefferson doing really light footwork but catching passes uh after he separated his shoulder a week or so ago and they're thinking this is good that he's even out there i mean he's not going full ham but odds are looking good for justin jefferson and are you worried at all about drafting him in that spot right around dk metcalf and aj brown after that shoulder separation, now that you know he's back out on practice? I was I was really high on Justin Jefferson. I think uh the injuries he's he's down a couple spots for me. The injury, if it if it is gonna linger, if it is gonna reoccur, that's questionable to me. And uh it's as much as I don't care what anybody's opinion on the matter is, if Kirk Cousins is out a number of weeks due to COVID because he won't get the uh the vaccine that's going to be a major concern with my fantasy production. So that concerns me too. Let me ask you a question. So I uh, just cracked open a a Michelob golden and those are really good. First of all, see, I'm just going to stop you right there, Danny, because I'm, well, I'm, I am a fan. I'm not going to say I'm not, uh, but I feel like everybody in the St. Louis area, they didn't have Mick Golden here because of like Bud Lighter, like with AB here or whatever for the longest time. Meaning, everybody just talked about sorry. Mick Golden and Mick Golden Light being this like astronomically good beer that we just couldn't have. And now that it's available in the region, everybody was like snatching it up, like try this, try this, try this. I'm going to have to say Mick Ultra is better and it's been here forever. It's, it's yeah. just better. It's better. So my question to you was if somebody leaves beer in your fridge after coming over and having beers with you, those are now your beers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, I mean, it's usually that person leaves the beers. They're like, Hey, I came over, hung out with you. Thanks for having me. These are yours now. Uh, sometimes they just get drunk and leave them, but at the same time, that's their loss, you know, whatever. Okay, good. Well, thank you, Anthony, for, uh, forgetting about these. Uh, I am drinking them. So, um, before we get into our mock draft, remember chumpschimpspodcast.com has our new draft kit up. It's got positional rankings, average round drafted areas, like where in the 10th in a 10 round, 12 round, sorry, 10 team or 12 team league. These guys are going blurbs that we wrote on all of the meaningful players from the champs uh average price for auction all that kind of stuff is on the draft kit so make sure you go to our website check that out yeah so we got the draft kit live on the website right now just want to give you a little heads up like we mentioned we're we're kind of asking for a email address to get in there but other than that the draft kit is free and available we have it functional on the website as like a google sheet uh it's uh not fully functional there i feel like it's better if you download your own excel copy so 
Uh, there's you can hit file, download Microsoft Excel copy, and get your own one to have local, and then you don't have to worry about internet or anything during your draft. And I think that's going to work out best. But if you guys check out that this draft kit and have any uh, suggestions, email us at Chumps at Champs Podcast at gmail.com and we'll get those corrections made for you guys. All right, dude, let's do this thing. 10 team half PPR mock draft. Again, I'm from the one spot. Matt is from the 10 spot. So you can see how that kind of thing goes. Let's do it. We are on the clock and it's me. And at the one Oh one, um, in any formats, Boo. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. Oh, how boring. Oh, uh, 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 uh. no. And then it went Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley. I couldn't remember his first name, but Tyreek Hill, Ezekiel Elliott, and Jonathan Taylor. So now it's down to Matt. You've got some decisions there, dude. Yeah, this isn't a spot I've seen myself drafting in a lot, to be honest. And it's some interesting perspective. I got Kelsey, number one tight end on the board. I got Devontae Adams, number one wide receiver on the board. Stephon Diggs, who I personally like the most. We always say mock drafts are times to do things that are crazy and see how they work out. And That's I think right. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs here and see who I can snatch up at running back in the three, four turn. That's exactly how you said that it is the perfect way to go about this is mock drafts are ways for us to evaluate what we should do in our real drafts. So Matt is obviously going, he's not going to take a zero RB. He's not going to do that, but at this big spot, he's got, potentially the number one and number two wide receivers in his back pocket there in a three wide receiver league. That's pretty good. I will mention Tyreek Hill did go before me, but that's, that's an anomaly. I don't think he should be the, the wide receiver. <laughs> one. <laughs> so here I am. Um, after dig after Adams and Diggs went to Matt, it went Kelsey Eckler, Hopkins, Aaron Jones, Gibson, Ridley, Mixon, DK Metcalf. And now it's up to me. Um, I think I'm going to also see what happens here, Matt. I'm going to do something I don't generally do. I'm going to see what happens because this is a mock, like we just said. I, I smell a quarterback going off the board on this turn. So just for my own psyche, I'm going to go with a guy that I really like at running back. I think he's getting a lot of work, and that's Najee Harris. I think he's going to get a lot of work in Pittsburgh. Um, so I'll take him, and yeah. Patrick Mahomes, the number one quarterback, is still on the board. I don't usually take early quarterbacks, but this is a time to see what my roster. Oh, you love can it! Look you like. love this. If it like okay, in reality, taking a quarterback early never feels good when you do it. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, you go, "Oh, just remember in your heart, you got Patrick Mahomes." That does feel good. Like just like having Kelsey on your team. I'm sorry, listen Kels. to your heart. When it's calling for you. So, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Swift, Edwards Lair, Dobbins, Keenan Allen, Darren Waller, Justin Jefferson almost fell to you, Matt. That would have been crazy. And Josh Allen go. So now it's up to Matt. What are you thinking? So, somebody who's been growing on me, and I still don't know why or how or what, is Chris Carson. And he oh, yeah. is... He's the second highest. Montgomery's the highest running back on the board, but I am just not sold on Montgomery still. I, I don't like it. I want Chris Carson here. So, Danny, tell me why I should or shouldn't do Chris Carson. Oh, uh, you should take Chris Carson because 
He's the starting running back on the Seattle Seahawks, always performs well, and it seems like they're going to want to get back to the run, and that means Chris Carson. The other guys you're talking about have uh, backups that are scaring me, and Rashad Penny doesn't scare me. Yeah, I agree. I, I I grabbed him. I don't think I'm going to con- be concerned about the injury issues. After that, I do want to grab another running back. And what's killing me now is Josh Jacobs is up there. Really like Josh Jacobs. I think he's he's my boy. I hate how much they paid Kenyon Drake this year. So that concerns me. Um, Miles Gaskin and Mike Davis are on the board, who I love. They're not going to be there coming back in the fifth. I doubt they will. So do I go with Josh Jacobs or do I reach for one of these guys that I really like their situation this year? I think I'm going to throw the Kenyon Drake nonsense out the window and just take Josh Jacobs because I love his talent and I think he's better than Kenyon Drake. I don't give a shit if they paid him. I grabbed Josh Jacobs in the fourth and I for for punting on running backs in the first two rounds. I love having Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs. I love that start. Yeah, that's really good. The Carson, like you just said. Carson Jacobs, you could do worse as your RB1 and RB2 when you get two rock stars at wide receiver. So that's pretty good. Um, quick break, and we will be right back to finish the rest of the mock draft. Hey, everybody. Ty here with Dan and Tone from the Upper Decker Podcast. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Chumps to Champs. These guys absolutely kill it when it comes to fantasy football, and I'd be willing to bet that if you're, uh, you're a football fan, there's a good chance you follow baseball as well. And if that's the case, we want you to finish up this episode and then head on over to the Upper Decker podcast. We cover all things baseball. So whether you want to hear about the latest on the field action, listen to breakdowns of trades and signings, or learn about some crazy baseball history, we've got a little something for everyone. We are going to drop some knowledge on you and hopefully give you a few laughs in the process. If you want to check us out, we're available on all your streaming platforms. We'd also encourage you to follow us at Upper Decker Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of this episode of Chumps to Champs. Woo! Welcome back, champs. Uh, Matt and I are here. I guess Scott's here in spirit, but but whatever. Hey, I'm here, Danny. Oh, dude, didn't see you. Oh, man, Scott, when'd you get on? Saw it. <laughs> I don't know. Button convention ended early, and I figured I'd hop on. Got some good, got some good stuff there. Got some gems. Yeah. Mid 1963 <laughs> Southwest Central button. Oh, that's enough. How do you, Scott? Okay, here we go. Um, we're doing a mock draft. We're at the uh, I'm, I'm drafting out of the one spot, Matt's out of the 10 spot in a 10 team half PPR. I've got Christian McCaffrey, Najee Harris, and then I went with Patrick Mahomes just to see what would happen if I took an early quarterback. Um, and my fourth rounders next, Matt has. Devonte Adams, Stefan Diggs, Chris Carson, and Josh Jacobs. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good there. So, so. I, I'll say while you're still deciding, one team that's the inverse of me, they went running back, running back, then wide receiver, wide receiver is team six. And they did Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, and then Keaton Allen, Allen Robinson. And I got to say, I like the receivers. And their running backs, they grabbed them early to where those should be studs. They're just not guys I'm targeting. So do you love that team? Or is it just not compared me that's to yours? Not... Yeah, I'm I'm just not targeting Saquon. And I'm I'm not an Aaron Jones guy, but I know a lot of people are. 
But those are great receivers for the third and fourth round, if you ask me. Yeah, no, and, and they also got what team two took Derrick Henry and then took DK Metcalf and AJ Brown and then followed with Miles Sanders. I mean, Scott can't defend so he's the biggest Miles Sanders believer. I, I I'm liking Miles Sanders more, but I don't love him compared to Carson and Jacobs. I mean, that's not a bad team though. Team four has Dalvin Cook, Calvin Ridley, Clyde Edwards Lair, Mike Evans. That's pretty good for the two two split too. But I still think I would take yours. Yeah, uh, I I do like that four. team four team, but yeah, Mike, Mike Evans is a weird, weird. Like I always like him in season, but draft time I I stay away, and I I guess it's the Godwin thing that keeps me away. You can hit you can hit play for me now, um, but think about this: what if team four would have taken the guy that I'm about to take instead of Mike Evans, and that is Mr. Julio Jones. Ooh 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 ooh. So he's my wide receiver one. I don't love that, but I also remember that it's Julio Jones, who is the best wide receiver, arguably, of the last decade. And if he still got in the tank, which when he was on the field last year, he showed that he did. Oh, please stay on the field, Julio. Just I know he's going to be questionable the entire year. I've always already come to terms with that, but I think that Julio is going to have a big year, and I'm happy with him. I think, I mean, I don't know what you're planning on doing here, but on this turn, after you already have two running backs, a quarterback, I would tack on another wide receiver. And there are people like Chris Godwin that are kind of screaming at me here. It's like Godwin's like the last of the the top tier, in my opinion. Then it goes to Mari Cooper, who I'm not near as high on. Yeah. See, for me, it was, I was back and forth, honestly, between Chris Godwin and Cooper Cup. Cause I'm liking oh, wow. Cooper cup. I wow. do like him quite a bit. I think more than other people, but I am going to go with Godwin here. I will uh, say that that's something picking on the turn, which both me and Danny are doing. Um, you got to reach for players if you want them. Cause there's, especially in a, especially in a 12, we're only doing a 10 team league right now. There's like 20 picks between your, your selection. So yeah. if you like a guy, you got to take him and you can't feel bad about reaching. Right. That's the thing. What you just said there, ADP kind of goes out the window because if you don't take him, he's not going to be there. But after I took Julio Jones and Chris Godwin, it went Robert Woods, Kyler Murray, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson, Adam Thielen, Miles Gaskin. Sorry, buddy. And then Travis Etienne. But that means Matt's on the clock. And there is a guy who is just screaming yeah. his name. Matt, put me on your team. I love you. I uh, I'm a big Mike Davis fan and I considered taking him in the fourth round just as a reach. And he came all the way back around to me and by punting on running backs in the first two rounds, I love being able to solidify my running back core of Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs with a Mike and Davis here at the fifth. And I'm going to do it. And it's, that's an easy selection for me. Love it. And now I'm just taking best available. Um, <laughs> best available is kyle pitts and I, I shouldn't say that i'm definitely doing that i'm gonna look at the receivers Cooper Cup is there. <laughs> wait, a second, wait a second i'm gonna take best available then he looks and sees that it's kyle pitts goes you know what well, maybe let's take a quick gander <laughs> best available in my eyes in of any pick. position yeah that's um, right that's right yeah and this is a but, good time while, while you're thinking about it, i'll tell the listeners before you go to your draft, always know what platform you are drafting from and know who they have listed because there could be people, there will be someone who makes a panic pick and whoever is at the tippy top of whatever platform you have's rankings, that's a lot of times a player they're going to take. So know that in your head, know the guys of your, in your draft who panic a lot. Just remember 
remember who's at the top of the auto list just in case uh, someone panics. But sorry, I'm taking all of Matt's time. No, there's nobody screaming my name after I took Mike Davis and running backs, wide receivers, or even tight ends. Cooper Cup, and it'd be your your third wide receiver. That'd be badass. It would be. I'm just not as high on him as you, and I'm going to take somebody who I'm really jazzed about at quarterback, and that's (gasps) Dak Prescott, and he's not going to be there when it comes back around to me in the seventh. I don't don't hate taking a quarterback in the sixth. It's not my typical, but I'm okay with it. Now that's fine. Yeah, Dak Prescott, then Cooper Cup, Galladay, Russell Wilson, Michael Thomas. Interesting. Deontay Johnson, Kyle Pitts, Tyler Lockett, and then Mark Andrews. And now is my turn. So I need a tight end. Oh, TJ Hawkinson is right there. Mm. And as the fifth, four, or sorry, sixth tight end off the board, that's a bargain if you ask me, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take TJ Hawkinson here for sure. He's the last of a tier, really. Um, Do you know what his questionable tag is now? Is that just nonsense in camp, I imagine? He he was just so good that he was running so fast that his feet caught on fire at practice, and they just had to put it out. So he'll be questionable, but he's going to be fine. Uh, so I've got – see, here's a problem. This is why we're mock drafting this um, – I took two running backs. I've got two wide receivers and now I got a quarterback and a tight end, but depth is really going to be an issue at running back and and wide receiver. Uh, It scares me, but I am going to go for my running back three with a guy. He's not the tippy top of the running back rankings here, but I'm going to go with Raheem Mostert here. I Love his tape. I love watching Mostert run. I think he is the starter in San Francisco, even though Trey Sermon is there. I will take Mostert all day. Matt, how do you feel about that pick? I like it. and It's exactly what you said. He looks so good when he's on the field, and it may have taken him a while in the NFL to get on the field and get those meaningful touches, but he has done that, and if he stays healthy, he's going to keep getting them because he showed that he can Mm -hmm. produce. Um, I'm at a point where I really want a third wide receiver and the guy who's screaming my name on the board right now is Cortland Sutton. I know the quarterback situation isn't great there. Somebody a little bit farther down that I'm kind of eyeing up to is Juju Smith-Schuster. I, I've mentioned in a few podcasts that I like how he works out a slot. I like his targets. I like how B- Big Ben is going to have to rely on him this year. I think Juju is underrated. But I think Sutton has more upside. I don't know why. And... uh I think I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton here. So after I I should spell out for everyone, after I took most of it, it went Kareem Hunt, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, James Robinson, Chase Edmonds, Justin Herbert, and then Odell Beckham went one spot ahead of Matt. And I wonder if he would have taken Cortland Sutton over Odell Beckham, if that would have fallen to him, what would you have done there? May have gone Odell Odell Beckham. I'm bigger on him than you are. Mm -hmm. I think his talent is still there. Um, But right now I'm looking at tight ends. Um, after I took Cortland Sutton in the beginning of the eighth, Dallas Goddard's there, who I absolutely love. But the, the recent news out of Philly camp was, oh, uh, Jalen Hurts is turning the shit out of Goddard and Ertz, and Ertz is staying. And it's like, what the is hell? He like, is he though? I don't know. And uh, uh, I think it's going to be the Goddard show there, but camp talk is getting me down but i don't think i'm gonna put too much stock into that yet we're in the eighth round 
this is where I like to take a tight end. He's just still a smidge above Logan Thomas in my book. So I have Goddard available. I'm going to take him. Okay. So Matt goes with Dallas Goddard. I think it's a great pick. DJ Chark, Chase Claypool, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. They go back to back here. That's very interesting. That's noteworthy. We'll talk about that later. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Debo Samuel, Jalen Hurts. Wow. Three out of four of those are quarterbacks. Um, and now I'm on the clock. And I need a wide receiver. I've got three running backs, a quarterback, a tight end, and two wide receivers. So I'm looking at the likes of Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm not as much of a fan of him as Matt is, I don't think. Robbie Anderson, Devontae Smith, who's got his knee strain, which is weighing in the back of my mind. This would have been an auto slam the pick for Devontae Smith. Still might be. Jerry Judy, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, I like. Um, I think I am going to go, you know what? I'm going to go Devontae Smith. I'm going Devontae Smith here. I like I, it. He's going to be the point in the draft where you can identify guys that you just, you think their, their ceiling is worth it. And there's no reason that you should not grab him in the eighth round. All right. But I am going to solidify a fourth running back here before it leaves my grasp, Ugh. if you will. Um, but I, it's okay. You're not going to have to worry about it. I think I'm going to take a guy that – oh, I'm back and forth between two. I'm back and forth between Damian Harris, who I know is the running back one in New England. I know I'm bigger on Harris than Matt. Oh, but it's like the running back 1A versus like the 1B, 1C, 1D, 1H, 1F, 1Z. What I think I'm going to do instead, though, is go with Michael Carter, New York Jets wow. running back. That's a here. reach, but we just mentioned that you got to reach um, yeah. when you're on the turns if you need yeah. to. Yeah, so Michael Carter goes to me, then David Johnson, Will Fuller, Juju, Ronald Jones, Noah Fant, Robbie Anderson, Jerry Judy, and then Damian Harris goes right before Matt. So Matt is on the clock with his 9-10 turn. I'm against my better instincts looking at handcuffing Josh Jacobs with Kenyon Drake right now. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. I hate it. I hate doing that. Um, there's some other people the... that are interesting. Trey Sermon, and I could bet against you, Danny. That's uh, right. With the That's master. Right. Yeah. Master. I, I really don't think Fournette's going to be the guy in Tampa Bay, so I'm going to let him sit. Zach Moss, that's just waiting for an injury. Um, that's, that's There's a lot of good stuff coming out of camp about Zach Moss, by the way, uh, more so than Devin Singletary, but just throwing it out there. You also got really? A.J. Dillon. I know you like A.J. Dillon. I, I like him, but not with uh, Aaron Jones still there. And I really like an RB right now. I think the guy who is exciting me the most is just Trey Sermon. Do it. Because I have three on the board already, and I'm going to take a little more upside than just maybe like starting role to begin the season. So Trey Sermon is going to be my ninth round pick. Round 10 is, I think I'm going to flip back to the wet receivers here a little bit. And who's calling my name is... His third down the board is Brandon Coates, the wide receiver one in Houston. And right now I'm going, I'm I'm thinking about that just because he is the wide receiver one there. I think they're going to be okay. Even if Deshaun Watson isn't the quarterback, but if Deshaun Watson is the quarterback. Oh, baby. This pick is a lot different then. And this is, 
this is my fourth wide receiver here now. I have no problem with taking a guy who's a, a wide receiver one on a team. Yeah, and just remember, it's going to be Philip Rivers' team at a certain yeah. point this year once they call him up and say, gosh darn it, get up here. Oh, gosh darn it. Um, there, there is somebody I let slip that I'm going to I'm gonna be interested to see if you snag up because uh, he's been shooting up draft boards lately. He's been shooting up. He's been shooting up. So I so after Cooks went Tyler Boyd, Leonard Fournette, Jarvis Landry, Jalen Waddle, Zach Moss, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, and then James Connor, my mortal enemy. So I'm sitting here thinking I need some wide receiver depth. It's a three wide receiver league, and I have three exactly three wide receivers entering my 10-11 turn, and that's not optimal. So I'm going to right away guy that I'm going to take is Mike Williams. Just right wow. out of the gate. Love Mike Williams. That's easy. That's an easy one for me. Herbie Hancock is blasting off through the roof. Mike Williams is going to be there for the ride. It's going to be the best season Mike Williams has ever had. And now here we are. Here we are, Matt. You want, you want to go through my mind with me? You gonna, you going to take another wide receiver or are you I going am. elsewhere? I am. I'm between two I, guys. Can you name the two guys? Yeah. I didn't think Antonio Brown would make it through the turn. He's been going up draft boards. He's been getting good hype out of camp. Uh, when people look at his his actual game started last year, his production was really good. Um, so I think he keeps accelerating. And at this point in the offseason, you can get him at a bargain still. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I still like guys like Marquise Brown and Michael Pittman here. But Antonio Brown could be that just X factor. I'm, and the other guy I think you're looking at is Corey Davis. Because you are right. You, you got both of them right. You got both of them right. Yeah. It was Corey Davis, Antonio Brown. I am going to go with Antonio Brown, partly because it's Antonio Brown in the 11th round. He's still got that unbelievable talent. But I also have Chris Godwin on my team. And if Chris Godwin were to go down, I would have a backup. So it's kind of like having an insurance policy handcuffing but in reality it could be a case where i can play both of them there really there is a world where i could play both of them on a given week and be okay so yeah i took brandon cooks in the 10th and i i saw antonio brown still there and i was like oh maybe i should have reached yeah antonio but, so i took mike williams antonio brown then i went chanel drake stafford gasicki Tannehill, aj dillon robert tonyan joe burrow and now matt is on the clock for his 11 12 turn yeah, I think uh, there's not much in the realm of running backs left. Just kind of hit some handcuffs. So I'm kind of eyeing up some of these wide receivers on the board still. <sighs> I do like Marquise Brown. I do like Michael Pittman. I do like Corey Davis. Those are the guys who are really ringing true to me at the moment. This is the good thing about being on the turn is you can use up some time if you're uh, drafting in an online format. If you already yes. know one of your picks and uh, start deciding on your second one before you select that first one. So yeah. I think Corey Davis is a guy who I'm just a Titans fan. Hell He's yeah. in a number one role in the Jets. He's my wide receiver five. Right now, if I took another wide receiver, it would be Marquise Brown. But let's look at what else is out there. I could take a second quarterback. Trevor Lawrence with some upside. I don't know if there's anybody besides Lawrence at quarterback that I could take. Gus Edwards, Singletary. 
Edwards isn't so bad. I mean, on a run first Ravens offense, Gus Edwards got his even with J.K. Dobbins and Lamar last year. He's not a bad. I see him like the A.J. Dillon uh, in that realm of of draft picks. It's not so bad. This is going to be weird because we are we're just in a flex league and I'm not super confident in my Goddard pick because of the camp hype that came out about Ertz and somebody who's been going up on my draft board is Tyler Higby on the Rams. And I nice. think he's going to get a lot of targets. And I think I'm going to go with a second tight end here in the 12th. And I know it's something I don't talk up a lot, but I'm, I'm okay with it here. I want to see where, where both these guys goes, go Goddard and Higby. One of them I think could be a stud this year. So after Higby went Edwards, Trevor Lawrence, Singletary, Marquise Brown, Pittman, Hines, Pollard, and then Gronkowski. So there are four picks left. So it's just depth at this point. So what I'm going to do here is I want to see who is at the very, very end of this draft and see if any of my flyers are going to make it back there, my shots in the dark. So I'm going to take my kicker in defense way early. I'm going to take a 12th yeah. and 13th round. That's not way early. That's appropriate. True. That's that's true. Justin Tucker and uh, the Washington football team are my, my top at the position. So I got them. And now when everybody starts scooping them up here in a minute, I already have oh, my baby shoot shoot away. Well, luckily nobody else took him. Uh, I considered in the twelfth also taking a kicker or a defense, but now uh, I still now have you can do my here. guys. I got Young Hueku, my kicker, who's an easy pick for me, and my defense that I want to start off with. And it's tough right now because I like to play matchups at the beginning of the year, and I. I know that the Denver Broncos have a lot of really good matchups like weeks one and two, but they're way down the draft board. So do I take one of the top teams or let that slide? Did you just, did you just put your elbow through your keyboard, by the way? Something <laughs> <like> you... that. <laughs> what I'm going to do because I'm targeting the Broncos is take a handcuff running back. And that is Alexander Madison and uh, assume that the Broncos come back to me, which is not a, a clear assumption at this point. Right. So after I took my two, when Mayfield Bateman, Ito, I say Ito Smith again, Irv Smith, Gallup, Mooney, Jamal Williams, Henry, Marvin Jones, and then Matt took his kicker, and then Alexander Madison, and then it was just a string of defenses and kickers. I'm not going to go say my kicker. You're not going to say his name. Young Haiku, and then uh, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of nonsense. So now it's up to me, and I'm going uh, high flyers now. That's what I'm doing here. I wanted to talk about one of these guys. I've got what 20 seconds left. No, I got like a minute left. So I'm I'm breaking down both of my picks at the exact same time. Um, uh oh, what's wrong? What are your emotions? What's happening? Two teams without defenses, and Denver Broncos are the second defense on the board. I think I'm going to be out of luck here. So I'm going to take a a second tight end, just in case TJ Hawkinson. There's a guy I really like here. Oh, there's two guys. I like Adam Troutman a lot. Meh. But I'm going to take a different guy, and his name is motherfucking John Smith. So we can't stop our ex-Titans. We just can't do it. So taking him there's really the running backs are kind of blase whatever so i'm going to take a wide receiver flyer somebody that i'm interested in seeing what his usage is going to be right out of the gate if it's nothing then whatever 
I can. It's it's, it's this is there's no draft capital. Okay, stop I, teasing us. Amon Ross St. Brown Ooh. is there, and I like him, but I'm not going to pick him this time. I got T.J. Hawkinson Aww. on my team. I'll leave him for Matt just in case he makes it back, which he probably will, to be completely honest. Oh, no way. I got Christian McCaffrey on my team. I was going to take Terrace Marshall here. I heard a lot of good things about Terrace Marshall, the rookie out of LSU. Oh, well, now I, now I don't know what to do, Matt. You know what? Turn it all on its head. I'm going meet Cole Hardman. Oh, I love that pick. I, I love what I've been hearing about him lately. Not only was Sammy Watkins gone, was it ideal that he landed in the second wide receiver slot, but he is impressing in camp and everything. I think his targets are going to go way up, and he's been productive with his catches so far in that offense. That's That's been a steal late in drafts. I think all preseason so far, I think he's going to start going up in drafts. Um, great pick. I Hey, thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that one for you. After that, uh, Bills went, then Tyler Bass, then Jason Sanders, then Goggle Guy, and then Will Lutz, and then Goggle Guy. My my Denver Broncos that I wanted because of their early season matchups. Um, to Team Seven, then Zerloin and Crosby, and I'm here with the last pick of the draft. <sighs> what well, I, I guess we don't have any rules that I have to dra- draft a complete roster right now, and since my defense win. I don't give a shit if I draft defense. Well, you right you now, might as right? well not because I mean, no yeah, one cares about going to be there. All right. Let's talk, talk about a flyer. Talk about a flyer that you like. Oh, Beasel. <laughs> I'm still there. Uh, never mind. I'll I like, <laughs> I like a Saint Brown. Like you mentioned, he is the wide receiver one there. And uh, I mean, camp speak is camp speak and they're going to hype up anybody. Brashad right. Perryman. Now yeah. get out of here. My time's running low and I don't want to take like a love bell or somebody and I'm just going to take Amon St. Brown. Do I've it. done too many drafts with the Deshaun Watson Amon, or love bell flyers. And those are, those are good upside, but boring also. Mm-hmm. So Amon St. Yeah. Brown. So there you have it guys. We figured out the, the ends of a 10 team half PPR team or sorry, half PPR league. And looking at this draft board, there are a few things that we can analyze some interesting stuff here. First of all, Waller went an entire round ahead of Kittle. That's not that crazy though, is it? I mean, Kittle went in the middle of the fourth. I know it's a 10 team. That's kind of late for George Kittle. Is his draft stock falling just because the news out of the camp is that he hasn't been quote impressing very much like that means anything. I, I haven't heard that, but that might be why. I, I don't see him being a lesser a lesser play than Darren Waller. I will still draft Kittle before Waller mm-hmm. by a book. So down here at the bottom, down here at the bottom, it's the eighth round in a 10-team league. We had Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams go back-to-back, back-to-back Denver Broncos running backs. That late in the eighth. I'm sure it's that late because we don't know who's going to be the guy. Who would you prefer out of those two if you had to pick? If it's in the eighth, I'm taking the upside. I'm taking Williams. Me too. I would too. I agree. I, I, Gordon could could easily be in like a I don't know, 15 touch a week role or something all season. And he could mm-hmm. be a flex play for you. But I don't see him being... A, a rock in your lineup that you just want to start every week. Javante Williams has upside of doing a lot there. On that same note of like teammates, teammate running backs, 
Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones went about seven picks apart. It looks like that's just something I'm staying away from. I don't know a world in which I would draft either one of them. That seems like the most even split timeshare running back by committee there could possibly be, barring injury. What do you think about that? Oh, what do you think about Chubb going in the first and Hunt going in the seventh? I don't think that. Yeah, that is a pretty big discrepancy. Nick Chubb is light years better than Cream Hunt, and Cream Hunt's not a bad running back. Cream Hunt's a good running back, but uh, I'll take Chubb all day. I love Nick Chubb. I guess the better comparison is uh, Etienne mm-hmm. at uh, the ninth pick in the fifth round and James Robinson as the sixth pick in the seventh round. I think James Robinson is still ahead in my book. I guess we're, we're playing half PPR, and the, all this speak right now is that Etienne's going to get so many targets in the past game. But my even in half PPR, James Robinson is still higher on my board is that wrong? No, I think this I think the Robinson Etienne comparison is similar to me like the Melvin Gordon Javante Williams comparison where if you take Etienne it's like taking Javante Williams where at the beginning of the year it may not look very good. But you have to stick with it. You have to stick with it. You have to stick with it. And if you do, we're going to see the tables turned in touches and usage quite a bit. So if you can power through the beginning part of the year, second half of the year, I think all of a sudden you're going to see James Robinson and Melvin Gordon, like owners start to be like, Oh God, what's happening? Maybe I should get my hands on this other. Oh, wait a second. Matt's got him. like that. I think is what you're going to have. So as long as you have depth and you can handle the beginning part of the year where the touches are going to be more evenly split or, not in your guys' favor, you're going to have a gem in the second half of the year right at playoff time. What do you think? Do you think that's a stupid idea? I hate rostering dead weight, but I I understand. I mean, there's been plenty of years where I've rostered a guy like waiting for him to bust out, but it's it's a shot in the dark. There's a a good chance that TN doesn't do anything this year. There's there's a decent chance that he busts on the scene week one. You're, you're drafting risk there and drafting risk earlier than James Robinson is not something that I'm intent on. Yeah, I got, that's fair. That's fair. James Connor fell all the way to the end of the 10th round in this for the guy who may walk out there for snap number one for the Arizona Cardinals. That's interesting. And I don't like James Connor. One last thing I noticed before we close this thing out, you liked uh, and we talked about during the draft i know that your last three wide receivers that you picked brandon cooks Corey davis amon ross st brown wide receiver one wide receiver one wide receiver one on their team so you like the volume and you're just like me bad teams but good volume still equals fantasy production from both running backs and wide receivers like right matt absolutely i'm always on that train um i mean there's there's players this year like adam thielen who i do think is going to have a good fantasy year but it's harder for me to draft him because there's people like justin jefferson there uh well i guess your first quarterback or your first wide receiver off the board was julio jones who is i guess a 1a 1b situation with aj brown however you want to look at it youth versus just established legend. yeah aj brown's um, still the number one there i think yeah, but um, that's it's tough. But 
I, I have think, one wide receiver yeah. one, and it's Devonte Smith who sprained his knee. So I, I went a different <laughs> route this time. <laughs> That's, I will. I will note one interesting thing I saw was after I took Mike Davis at the end of the fifth, no running backs were selected in the sixth round, not one. That and I think that that in, indicates a tear break uh, until the first pick of the seventh round, Raheem Mostert was picked. So right after Mike Davis, and, and I think that is a true tear break. Mike Davis is going to get a big load and he may not be the most talented running back, but he's going to get usage. You get down to Raheem Mostert, who has question marks by his usage, although he's very talented, but, Big tear break right there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's notable. And Michael Thomas going in the sixth. I mean, we didn't denote. We'll assume this league has an IR spot. Do you think Michael Thomas in the sixth, if you have an IR spot, is a good pick, a wasted pick, just kind of a blah pick? What do you think? No, I'd be taking him probably two, maybe three rounds later. Okay. So I, I didn't know if you were going to say before or later. I think it's a waste of a pick I, until maybe when you're saying, when you're when you're looking around going, what the hell am I doing? Then pull the trigger on him if you have the I think like spot. the ninth or the 10th, if he's still out there, there, there's value there. But in the sixth round, you're still drafting your studs yeah. for the whole season, and he's not going to be your stud the whole season. That's yeah, tough. there's way too many good wide receivers right there. That does it, guys. We're done with the 10-team Happy PR mock draft. Next week, we're going to get into our tight end rankings. I know that. We're getting close, Matt. It's August 11th as of this recording. Oh, my God. Oh my God. We're only a, like a couple weeks away. There's like real preseason this weekend. Like They had the whole uh, Hall of Fame game, but this is derp, real derp. preseason weekend starting this weekend, and I'm jazzed for it. A lot of people hate preseason, but just being able to put on put on football on the tv is is a big step forward guys yeah feel good about that yeah even though no doubt one guy that you're really big on is going to tear something because it always happens and you're like god damn it that's gonna suck but uh, other than that yeah super exciting we're getting really really close um thanks for sticking with us thanks for sticking with us thanks for sticking with us (laughs) I can't even say this word. Start. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, Danny, do you want me to lead us out today? Do it. Remember, everybody, I'm Scott, and have fun with it. <laughs> Great job. <laughs>